In the year 2021, Bloomberg UK published an article stating that the unemployment rate in Nigeria hit an all-time global high of 33%, making us the second country with the most unemployed people. I say us because I'm obviously Nigerian. Uh, each academic year, universities and polytechnics in Nigeria admit close to 2 million students and produce about 600,000 graduates. On the 10th of November 2020, the National Youth Service Corp mobilized 66,000 Nigerian graduates for its mandatory one-year service. This is according to Vanguard. We'll be lying if we say we can't see that there's an employment problem in Nigeria. I believe one of the major reasons why anyone wants to jack by is because they want better lives for themselves. Therefore, when they come here, uh, they get into the job market and they try to secure jobs that will give them good money, give them good pounds. Because at the end of the day, again, um, the pounds to the Naira is absolutely beautiful to say the least <laughs> imagine having been told that once you come to the uk you will just get a job pay your rent and pay your bills however no one ever breaks down the details of these jobs the hunt for them how long or short it takes for you to get these jobs no one gives you any of this information on this episode i talked to nigerian students with different yet similar experiences in this jackpot job hunt unfortunately We'll be moving on into the episode. Yeah, let's hear you. Introduce yourself, please. Uh, okay, my name is Jola. Um, I'm a student of Human Resource Management at Aston University. Opa. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jola is the student of um, your master's, right? Yeah, my master's. Okay, in all right. Human nice. Resource Management at Aston University, Birmingham. Nice, nice. And we have. All right, my name is Victor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm currently a master's student, AI, artificial, currently studying artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, I'm the vice president of equity and inclusion on my university here in Birmingham. Oh, oh, guys, let me tell you, I can see. No, 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 say I be bad boy for this whole situation. You know, I just pulled the plugs. I got the... <laughs> Look at So Victor is here. Victor is the vice president uh, for diversity and inclusion here. Yeah, equity. And equity and, and uh, inclusion. inclusion yeah. Sorry. Equi- Victor is the vice president for uh, equity and inclusion yeah. here at Birmingham City yeah. University. Yeah. All right. So we'll be digging deep into that as well. How did yeah. you get into that position? Come, when did you... Let's start with Victor. Okay. Right. When did you come to the UK? Um, I haven't spent up a year in the UK. Uh, I came to the UK last year, September. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently in master's. Of, um, obviously, I came to study my master's mm-hmm. degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I came in September and from that now, I think about nine months or nine, nine months. months in the UK. That's fine. Uh, nine so. months in the UK and you're already a student's union member. <laughs> <laughs> we're, going yeah. to, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that in depth. But let's start with Nigeria. Let's go back home yeah. for a bit. Let's see how it was first at home. Right. I'll start with me. Back in Nigeria, first of all, I was working at a radio station. Um, big up Hot FM. I would always give them big up because they gave me the opportunity to be on the radio. In I would give you guys prices now. I would, we talk about money so that we can open the ground and everybody can be as comfortable as possible and talk about the prices as well. So back in Nigeria, in a month on the radio, I used to earn nothing less than 600,000 naira mm. in Nigeria in a month. It didn't start off like that. In the yeah. beginning, it was not that great, yeah. right? Mm. But as I continued to grow, because I'm a bad boy like that, as I continued to grow, I started to meet more people that started to give me more jobs and all of that. So in a month for like... Till I left the radio, I was earning like 600 to like 500k. So it was within that range. There was a standard salary, but that was not 
that does not help Doesn't anybody apply. right it does not <laughs> apply but i had people who wanted to do like promotions and all of that so like i got you know setting yeah you know funds for that now um moving to the uk right the whole situation change <laughs> everything turned around <laughs> so that's how much i was earning in nigeria how much what, what was your situation in nigeria Jola? Um, so my situation in Nigeria is is very simple. It's like for me, you know, what do you call it? From you know, building yourself. Honestly, it was just um, I was I first started out as an intern in a tech company mm. in Abuja, and this was during the COVID nineteen period. So we're working mainly from home. And then in the internship, I wasn't earning more than 50,000 naira, honestly. But I was comfortable because I was staying with someone that was providing food and everything. So the 50,000 was just for my pockets and all of that. Mm. And then within, I think within six months, I got, oh, was it six months? No, it was like within three months, I got promoted into like, you know, the main role. And then I started earning up to... um, about a hundred thousand naira a month and then within another in the space of six months let's just say i got promoted again and i said ending up to 100 it was 150,000 naira mm-hmm. but it was a startup tech company do you mm-hmm. get so it was pretty decent i mean the money was entering my pocket because i had you know food available to me everything mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. just so it was just a pretty decent you know pay it wasn't like anything so you know it it had all those luxury attached to it you know the luxury of you not having to buy food well yeah i know the rude i know the rude awakening i got (laughs) when i landed here you know uh victor what was the situation for you oh uh, back then in nigeria (laughs) i was i was strictly doing music I was uh-huh. a music producer, so I had uh, I had a job in a like in a in a church. Like mm-hmm. they employed me as a music person. Now I, I take charge that. of music. Yeah. yeah. So I was uh, I was a piano piano player in the church, and also doing music production. Music production would give me like two hundred k per track. I hear that. That's like standard mm-hmm. then other gigs if i create if i create a content i normally get jobs from people oh, let's create a content let's see how we can do this let's, let's make it go viral i could get like up to about 200 100k mm. so let me say roughly i was just earning i was like about 300 400k 300 a in month, month in a month which Nigeria. is a lot of money so yeah. like in 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 let's 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 translate that to um to pounds right yeah. so um i don't know mathematics jola will give you the mathematics <laughs> <laughs> the calculation duties here yeah. so yeah. like for somebody who was earning like um th- four hundred thousand yeah. naira in a month how much would that be here in pounds in a month how much would that be you know i'm just let me tell you let me just use this app that is very can you um so 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 let let's let's assume Let's assume four hundred thousand naira. You said right. Yeah. Um, four hundred thousand. That's about five hundred. That's about five hundred and twenty-six pounds. Yeah. Pounds. That's not money. <laughs> 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 you no, offer no. me that for a month. I can't take that in this country. No. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't. And then you were earning how much? You I was just earning a hundred and fifty tops. Mm. But also, I think that this is the economy of Nigeria and the situation of Nigeria, right? Mm. That that looks like big money yeah, yeah, and yeah. decent mm. money, yeah. right? Now. Also, we had the luxury. I was living with my mom, mm. ladies and gentlemen. 
with this job that I had. I was leaving my mom. So like the you most, you know, yeah. the most that I would spend money on is the Uber that I used yeah. to go to work. Yeah, your movement around. You know, my movement around. Yeah. I needed to eat. That's why I was much i was plus size <laughs> yeah that's i was you know i wasn't really doing anything or thinking about anything to come through do you understand yeah. so like it's it's just crazy having to come here and waking up and seeing that men you have to pack plates my brother yeah hmm. to be able to earn that money right so i brought money into this country but all that money finished because first of all when you come i don't know if it's just me because when i first came to this country right mm. i didn't know what the pounds was yeah yeah so like i spent money eh. it's called nyafun nyafun yeah <laughs> i spent money like a great fool yeah you know i remember somebody dashing me 200 pounds when i first came to this country and i spent it in two days ah <laughs> very irresponsible 200 pounds and then when days. you look back you when be I like look back, ah, 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 ah money. where's my money See, you know i want to say something mm-hmm. at the airport when i landed i gave somebody 100 pounds just for no reason like because wait, let me explain to you yeah, wait 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 wait, wait. he was having he, he didn't he had cash with him he needed to okay. use uber he was traveling far from london so i was like oh you don't have any cash for you he just had money um in his account yeah. so he was like oh can you help i just like oh have it 100 pounds when i got to the to like when i settled in i was like damn that 100, 100 pounds <laughs> did he say thank you was he very was he extremely thankful he was just like oh thanks thanks like I, like <laughs> you know we just came in was he someone you, you knew I didn't know him from anywhere. Honestly. And I don't blame you because we didn't know what What's the, a yeah, hundred, how the heavy, power, yeah. the value yeah. of yeah. pounds. Yeah. Value of hundred yeah. pounds. Didn't know what I was just yeah. happy like, oh, I've left Nigeria and in a Honestly. new country. Like, you know, I get that. I get that. I mean, I think almost the same was for, was for me. Like, I just came and I blew money. Like, in I blew money. And then <laughs> mm-hmm. when I was going back, even I remember them stopping me, the, the bus, and trying to um, charge me for using a wrong ticket or something like mm-hmm. that. I said 50 pounds. <laughs> I said, eh, I, don't I won't give you that. Thing. Even if I have it, I won't give you. Jola, it happened to me too. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, that's the same thing that happened to pounds. me. I told hmm. the guy, I said, see my brother, you will shake me. <laughs> I will not will give you that money. 50 pounds. I, I he said, you know, he said, he said I will, then I will send the 70 pounds to you. I said, my brother, you will send it, I will not give, give you. you. I cannot pay 70 pounds. And then before in that time, you would have seen 50 pounds as nothing, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. And then now I was doing the calculation, half of hundred. Half of, <laughs> half of a hundred. You know, so uh, upon waking up, upon moving to the UK and us, you know, waking up, we spent all our naira. Yeah. We spent all the millions of naira that we brought inside yeah. that we've saved. Yeah. You know, now it is time for us to look for ways to refill that money. Yeah. Because we have to pay rent. Yeah. Mm. Now we are no more living with our mom. Mm. I'm normally living in ID. Hey, guys, I was using Uber when I first came to this country. Ah. <laughs> if I want to walk you know? to Kini, or you request to buy, it's just five pounds. Yeah. I, I did the same actually, yeah. Because I didn't yeah. know anywhere. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I really didn't mm-hmm. know how to go about the bus system. The bus system. Yeah. No one really told me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the bus system feels easier now. Like, yeah, And yeah. If, like anywhere you are in yeah. the UK, yeah. you're just like, oh, bus ten la mawo. You already know. Do you understand? So like, we, um, now we have to look for ways to refill that money we have to pay bills yeah. mm. we have to pay our rent we have to buy clothes for ourselves we have to put f- we have to eat by ourselves mm-hmm. like we're not going to knock on go to the kitchen and find mommy has cooked in the kitchen mm. right or like <laughs> so, do you get what i'm saying yeah. yeah yeah now we have to look for jobs what yeah. kind of jobs 
did you have to look for? And we know that we're not just going to come to another man's land and go and become the OAP yeah in another radio station or just gonna apply to a tech job yeah. and immediately you get it or tell them that you're a music producer <laughs> and everybody say ah mado j5 yeah. get the hell out <laughs> let victor come and be producing for tion win just what i'm saying mm-hmm. like it's a whole process yeah, like it's literally it starting from the beginning yeah. so for you victor like what kind of jobs do you have to do in your first you came in september yeah, yeah. in your first film that was the winter oh, no. <laughs> let's talk about that what did you have to do oh uh, coming in the transition it was crazy honestly you know no one actually told us how it is like how we we just had we didn't have any uh, picture in our head or how it is we just came so when i got in firstly i was like oh okay my my, i have a brother in london actually so Mm. he's very busy so he's just like oh you you find your way around don't worry Mm. Mm. (laughs) so uh, he told me that i should try and get a job i came into birmingham so I was trying to look for a job and all the jobs I was seeing was like, I have to carry this, I have mm. to come here, I have to do a warehouse job, I have mm-hmm. to do I'm like, I didn't know that jobs that we can actually do. Mm-hmm. Must I have to, I say, ah, that's like this year. Mm-hmm. You have to, because you're, you're not a citizen, you mm-hmm. don't have the mm-hmm. right papers um, to do like limits. You yeah. are limited as a student to work 20 hours. And, yeah. You know, most of these companies, they don't, you don't have experience, most mm-hmm. especially working experience. Mm-hmm. So that's how I settled for a warehouse job, honestly. So the I first did, job that you did in this job, country was a warehouse, warehouse job. job. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that yeah, was yeah. crazy. That happened with my mental head because what we did was I don't want to mention the name of the, the, the warehouse. You know, honestly, I was what gonna say did. mention the name of the warehouse, and I can't even guess. <laughs> you know, I was like gonna I say mention guess. them, but uh-huh. you know, let's have mercy on them. Let's yeah, think about yeah. Them. Mm-hmm. You see, when we got there, was the, after the registration and everything, we got to the feed, started working and. I found out that it was a lot of work. We carried a lot of stuff. Like mm. it was like slavery to me, honestly. Mm. Like slavery. It was like slavery. Mm. Using mm. us to do a lot of work and we get paid not really, really much mm-hmm. for per hours. Like we I'm like the thing whenever I'm going to work, I'm always angry. I'm like, God, how can I can I stop this work? How so they someone actually told me about moving to the care sector. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to do care. We're gonna talk like about that. care <laughs> because Jola is about to bring us into that space. You know, yeah. Jola is going to wash out. And the crazy thing is, we all have experience in care. I have experience yeah, in care yeah. as well. You have, yeah. Yeah. all have experience yeah, in care. So that I feel like care is a whole yeah, different yeah. topic that we can even like dive into and like have a full conversation. Yeah. So for how long did you do the warehouse? How long for were you like at the warehouse? Two months. Two months. So you were carrying stuff for two months. Two months. It was not just easy stuff. It was heavy, heavy stuff. Like, could you, could you okay, give us a typical day of you at the warehouse? So when you get to the warehouse, what happens? Right. What's the process? Mean? Like, what happens from you resumption time? Let's say you resume at 2 o'clock. Like, once yeah, you get there, yeah, what yeah. happens? What do you uh, start Most times do? I work at night, honestly. Okay. I do, I do the night shift. So, mm-hmm. because I just feel like night, it's it's more comfortable for me. So, I do the night. When I get do you to make work, more money at night? Yeah. You pay, you, the, the pay is higher at higher night. Higher at night, you know? yeah. So, uh, I go to work um, around. It's it's a Coventry, so I have to take a train to Coventry. Sometimes we have free buses, but not every time the bus turns up. So mm. we'll go to Coventry. I get there by like seven, seven o'clock. Work starts nice. seven. Yeah, seven in the evening, seven mm-hmm. p.m. Mm-hmm. So we we start working from that time to you. Maybe you get a break, a thirty minutes break, unpaid break. Nobody pays you um, for the break. break yeah, nobody mm-hmm. pays you for that break. Mm-hmm. So mm. we work for like seven to like maybe. 11 you have a 30 minutes break 11 30 you're back till <laughs> like five in the morning 
And what exactly do you do? What do you get oh, to carry? What what exactly are you carrying? It's a logistic company, so okay. different things. Different. Mm. You can see motor parts today. You can see iron today. You can see boxes today. You can see different things, all manner of stuffs. And you have to carry all. Yeah, of that. and if you maybe you want to relax, and the supervisors keep shouting, move it, move it, you know, like. <laughs> This is slavery. <laughs> this is modern day slavery. This is yes, that's what it is. But you I can't even relax. Like you know, take a break. Move it, move the supervisors it. Supervisors are there watching you. You don't even rest. You don't drink water. And they're shouting, move it. Yeah, move it, move it, move yeah. it. So it's really. It, I'm like, how do I do something else? So mm. that was how I sorted out to resort to the healthcare, healthcare. sector. Yeah. yeah, I died for two months and I left. Went to healthcare. Yeah, I, I like that you mentioned mental health, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm dragging this because I want us to talk about the things that. So you mentioned mental health, right? That's very, very, very important. So like, you did this for two months. So like, every day you were waking up Sunday to Sunday to yeah. Sunday. Was yeah. it Sunday to Sunday? Not Sunday to Sunday. I worked from Mondays to Fridays. Mondays to Fridays, Fridays right? Yes, so yes. like, so you woke up every day Monday to Friday <laughs> to go to a job that you hated so much. Yeah. Yeah. How did you cope? Like, what did you tell yourself every day when you were doing this thing for two months? Yeah, I just had to tell myself, like, it, it can only get better. I'll just keep on doing this. <laughs> I, I get, that. honestly. It can only get better. Yeah, it can only get better. Because, because it's because, what I tell myself yeah, as well. Yeah, I just felt like, oh, I'm not going to do this forever, definitely. Mm. Yeah. But this is just like a starting point for me. That's mm. just what I kept telling myself. Like, I'm not going to do this forever. Mm. I will definitely do something else. Yeah, but for now, let me do this to get the money, you know? Because you got bees, yeah. Yeah. You got bees. You mm-hmm. have to move around. You have to eat. You have to do different things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is not Nigeria where you pay one rent once in a year. Mm-hmm. Every month Bro, you I pay think I bees. hate that we have to pay rent every, <laughs> every month. It's not like I hate I hate it. Actually, no, I don't think I hate so, it that we have to pay rent yeah, every month. Yeah, it's a different system in here. Mm-hmm. So we just have to cope, you know? It's a whole thing. It's yeah. a whole thing. That's very interesting. And then after that, you moved into care, care yeah. the healthcare sector. healthcare sector. Right, very interesting. Now, let's talk to Jola. Jola, you! <laughs> you came here and that's the first thing you were doing. Yeah. In fact, I remember asking you, you were supposed to even not do it in here in Birmingham at first. You are supposed to be travelling to... For a very long yeah. time, I thought you were even still doing that. Yeah, going <laughs> towards Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton to go and walk. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Wolverhampton and Coventry, they are outside Birmingham. We are in Birmingham right now. Yeah. That's where we live. That's where we. Rec- that's where we're recording right now. Wolverhampton is here in the West Midlands as well. Right? Am I correct? Yes, it yeah, is. Wolverhampton yeah, is in West Midlands. Coventry is in West Midlands. They are neighbours and it's just like 20 minutes by train yeah. to these places, right? So you you started off with care. Yeah, right? from the get-go. Yeah, what, what was what was that like for you? Honestly, the whole process even to start with care was was it was annoying. Mm. Um, it was quite frustrating as well because I was applying, yeah, on Indeed and everything. And someone told me, like, you have to call them. You mm-hmm. actually have to call them. So I kept, and I started calling people, mm-hmm. calling companies and everything. And then they would tell me, oh, you don't have a car. Sorry, we cannot hire you. Oh, we're not looking for people who don't have cars and blah, blah, blah. So... And I eventually found one that mm. I applied to, and then they just um, invited me for an interview. They asked me what day I was ready. I said, ah, I'm ready the next day. <laughs> so I think these people can smell our desperation. <laughs> what do you guys think? Do you think that these employers can smell desperation? I think of, they, like, they take it for students? granted. You think yeah. they take it for granted? I feel, because now that's what I'm going to. So mm. now, see, I got in, and then they, I did the interview, and they told me, oh, cool, you're hired, or like, yeah, we want to 
um, continue this process with you. So we're going to keep in contact with you and everything. It took me almost two weeks. They hadn't kept in contact with me, and I kept calling. I kept sending out emails. And there this was is nothing. Somebody that has finished their naira. Honestly, there was nothing, <laughs> and there was so much pressure from my parents that oh, have you found a job now? Like mm. that kind of thing, mm. and then. I had to literally, I kept calling, emailing. It was almost like as if I was invincible to mm, them, do you mm, get? Mm. And then until one day, I actually put down in a mail and told them that they were messing with my mental health, that this is someone that I need. Like, what do you expect me to do? I need mm. to pay my bills. You guys know what it is to be a student. Like, you asked me what is my or condition before I came into the job, and I mentioned it to you. And then now, like, you are delaying in giving me the job and you told me I'm hired, so what's keeping you? And mm. then I told, I told them that they're messing with my mental health. Let me tell you, now they called me the next day. And they gave mm. you the job? They called me the next day and said, oh, um, okay, so we need, because you have to shadow first, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like yeah. this form of yeah. training. Yeah. Yeah. So they said, oh yeah, would you mind coming in for your shadowing tomorrow? I'm like, so you can respond, but I had to play the mental health yeah. card. Yeah, you see, that's another thing. Like, I had issues with this with with the first care agency that I worked with. Yes, so, so one of my guys put me onto the care agency, right? And first of all, shifts were not coming in, right? Mm -hmm. And then one day, shift came in, right? So I went to work. It was at Coventry. I worked mm -hmm. overnight, and these guys said they were going to pay in two weeks. Guys, I got that money in March, and I had to fight from well, December. Um, yeah. Like, I had to fight these guys. And the crazy part of this whole story is that this guy is a Nigerian. So oh. I'm like, bro, how don't you know? Like, you I, told know. Him, I told him that, bro, you know the situation. Like, I had to tell him that, bro, sit down. I'm not even fighting with you again. This is now madness. Like, why? You know my situation. You know that this is how it is for Nigerians. So why haven't you paid me? It was like a whole long process, right? It was like a whole process. But alas, in March, they gave me my money. Now, I did care for I did care for that time. And then I left and went to another agency. Now, one of the problems that I have with care is the agency says stuff like, oh, these clients was not one guys. Yeah. They want only babes. So for a very long time, I did not have shift again with Whoa. the new agency that I went to. Wow. You guys, I've gone through yeah. this. You guys feel like crying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so for a very long time, I did not have shifts. And then I had this app. I'm not going to mention their name because they are not paying me for this, right? And I don't know, you know. But it's this app that gives you like shifts part time. Like when you yeah. want to like get shifts, yeah, you, you just it. you just go there. And, yeah, yeah, you know, everybody, I think everybody <laughs> that's an international student knows yeah. that app, right? So this app wasn't giving any shifts during the holidays because there was nothing happening. Yeah. It was a hospitality yeah. app and then nothing's happening during the holidays and nothing like mm. we we're not getting jobs yeah. so guys december january february march i was not earning <sighs> anything in this country <laughs> hey <laughs> it was bad now you ask me how was i paying rent yeah. how was i paying my bills yeah. You know, for some, I don't want to say God. I would say God did it. It has to be. I would say though. God did it because I don't know how it came. Mm. However, which way, I never. It was just in March that I said, "Oh, just give me the next two weeks. I would just let me just delay this rent, right?" Until I now found another agency in like towards the end of March, and then more hospitality shifts started coming in, and even till now, I tell you, those three months. See, guys, listen. If you're listening to this podcast, you see, if there is a month in this country that you're not earning any money yeah. you would pay for it yeah. for the next three four five months yeah. so like as soon as possible if you can track whatever you find holding now let me oh, tell you the big mistake me i made i got a job at zara 
you guys, I was working at Zara. I was a retail staff at Zara. Now, I left Zara because Zara was paying me monthly. And the money wasn't enough. So, like, I was earning, like, 600 in a month. By the time I pay my rent, pay my bills, the money has finished, right? So, mm. it wasn't great money, but it was good experience. Because whenever I applied to any other place, right, they would they would have a conversation with me because I already worked with Zara. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, it was good experience. It was looking good on my CV, but the money was not good. So, I left Zara thinking, oh, this support was going to be paying Best my Zara. bills. Yeah. When I was leaving Zara, the girl was looking at me, like, sir... <laughs> Do you think where well, is the best option <laughs> for you in this life? Do you think this is the best option? So I left Zara and for three months I wasn't earning anything. I was just sitting at home and looking for work to do. Yeah. So I was looking for hospitality and then I got this hospitality work and then I've been doing hospitality. But bro, I can't do hospitality again. Yeah. That's the thing about some jobs here. Yeah? Like you it's almost like you outgrow it. Bruh. Like I take shifts and this is no no offense to anyone who's younger than me or who's young, right? You are I'm working with 19 year olds, mm. 17 year olds mm -hmm. at a job that I have never done before. Mm -hmm. And they are my supervisors. There's a whole mm -hmm. lot of mental gymnastics that mm -hmm. goes into that. Mm -hmm. You know, imagine a 17 year old telling you, just put it there. Just put mm -hmm. it. I'll slap you. <laughs> <laughs> just put it there. In my I used to say to my mother, in my house, they call me Uncle Larry. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Coming from where we are and how we hold respect. Yeah. You know, very, very, culture, you know, you know? Yeah. the culture just tells you how, you know. Yeah. So, like, I just told myself, man, I cannot be doing this thing again. And then the hours are so long. And then they pay you that small money. Yeah. It's just a very long process with the hospitality. So, I said, no, I'm not going to do it anymore you know so i now went back to my support you know now i'm in the health yeah, sector i'm in yeah. care now right um now that whole process right changing jobs you did warehouse you did so now you're in support you're in healthcare. at some point we all woke up and we said we cannot be earning 11 pounds per hour yeah anymore and i think it was at that point that everybody started applying for yeah, jobs who started yeah. seeing the possibilities yeah, yeah. of yeah. not just doing this menial no, jobs yeah, yeah. yeah. let's not call it useless menial jobs right yeah. and we started applying for bigger jobs so yeah. they're saying oh what's that earning 30k a month what's that yeah. earning 40k yeah. 50, sorry 50k a year 40k a yeah. year yeah right and then we start to apply for the big companies mm. yeah. no let's go into that <laughs> <laughs> let's go yeah. into that that's a whole conversation yeah. entirely Honestly. right Honestly, yeah. uh, do you ap did you apply to big companies? Definitely, a lot of them, mm. a lot of them. You know, um, I'm I'm studying AI, so mm. I got to find out that I didn't know initially that most of these companies, the big companies, they don't look, they don't read your CV normally. Huh. There's a software that yeah. reads your CV. Mm -hmm. What he does is just extract the the things and the yeah, your text, extracts it, and if you do, if there's a role. And what you have, what you have in your CV doesn't relate to you. Just that's the unfortunately you get. This screens you out mm. automatically. You don't even get to get to the final stage. So mm. when I find out, I, I applied. Want to, I want you to re-say that for yeah. people who are listening now in Nigeria. <laughs> Listen, you're not just going to come here and the job will just fall on your lap. Nah, Listen, nah. that's not how it works, right? Mm. We also even try to tell you like the. We will try to tell you like the employment process, like yeah. how it works. They need to be sure that they don't have anybody. Yeah. yeah. yeah with a british passport that yeah. can get that job done, done or yeah. anybody yeah. that has definitely, do you understand definitely. anybody that yeah has i was going to i was going to yeah, get yeah. it oh, yeah, okay yeah i'm going to talk about yeah. all of that so yeah. yeah so first the ai so yeah. you, when yeah. you apply first yeah. if yeah go on, go on yeah. yeah i applied to a lot of jobs mm. a lot of different jobs mm. uh, like if you check my phone check my emails now <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a lot of them you know so uh. uh moving forward i try to then i discover when i discover that oh 
I had to like start, uh, look at the roles. If it relates to what I'm studying, I have to put something relating to it. Mm. Then I now found, I now started getting response. They will not want to know my situation. That's when they ask you, um, you're a student, um, are, you, are, you, are you a citizen? No, obviously yeah. they know. They just like, oh, they ask you, then we're sorry, we, we're not, because they're not going to sponsor you. Because for you to do that job, they need to sponsor you. They are not ready to sponsor you. Mm. So you, I've got a lot of no, no, no. Okay, maybe when you finish, maybe when you're on your post-study visa, mm. we could look at, I'm like, damn. Mm. They don't want to even make move to like, put you mm. in, like, it's so, so frustrating. Mm. You apply to many jobs and you find out that, oh, they're like, they're not, they're not moving forward with your application. Yeah, no. it's so unfortunately, we will not so be. Depressing. Thank you very much for Thank applying so at this time. But your skills, <laughs> unfortunately, will not yeah. be moving on. So, like, on, on an average, like, in a month from when you realize that I cannot be doing support for the rest of my life. And that's why I always tell myself, like, in this country, I always tell myself, I cannot do this for long. And mm-hmm. I think that's, like, a major motivation mm-hmm. yeah. to keep, like, applying for the jobs, whether they tell you no or not. Because mm-hmm. the no's cannot tell, the no does not mean you should stop applying. Yeah. That would be extremely yeah. foolish yeah. of you to yeah. say because yeah. they told mm-hmm. you no. Right? So I, I keep telling myself, I cannot do this for long. Mm-hmm. I cannot be packing, please. And you know, I, I, I tell myself that so much that I almost tell people at these shifts, like actually, when they are trying to shout at me, I'm like, I it's something you know, <laughs> you think this is what I want to be doing with the rest of my life. Um, but also, I now told myself one day because it was starting to affect my mental health. Yeah, it was starting to make me feel like I wasn't doing anything in my life. Yeah. So I told myself, if I'm going to be a cleaner, I'm going to be the best cleaner. Cleaner, yeah. Mm. Yeah. If I'm going to be a yeah. plate packer, I'm going, I'm going to, to be, be the, the best, best plate packer. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, that works. And it worked. Yeah. Do you know how? It does. The, it's a principle yeah, yeah it does yeah the last event i went to at aston conference where i went to park play where i was the, doing the waiting job literally somebody literally came to tell me like yo why, why are you working this hard i'm like i didn't even know i was working <laughs> hard. i didn't even know like until somebody mentioned me and said yo where's your manager yeah so and yeah. like sorry but mm-hmm. i have something to say about that be- mm. because i think it's um it's low-key nigerian thing mm. yeah. we just have the tendency to want to work harder and i also feel it's also because of the situation we feel like if we work harder we'll get noticed yeah mm. and then there'll be more opportunities that will open up to us so i feel like that's something that's like unconsciously you know pushing us to work harder, harder. and yeah. i remember in my job like i'll just do i went for a cleaning job the other time and then i just what did she ask me to do she said i should clean the toilet and then I finished the job and then they called me and said, oh, the woman said I did a very good job. I said, ah, what did I do? <laughs> what did I do? I'm like, what did I, I didn't do? I do anything. Like, I, 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 don't even, I didn't even clean it as good as I'll clean my own toilet. Yeah. Do you get? And then they'll keep calling me and telling me, oh, you've done a very good job. Mm-hmm. This, this client really likes you. This client does. And I'm like, but I'm just being like very busy. Very, very basic. Like, yeah. and, and the thing is, I think basic is what a lot of people lack. Yeah. Because I look at people at places and I'm like, why are you really frustrated about this mm-hmm. do you have another option mm-hmm. so if you don't have another option why won't you just do it that's literally what i told yeah. myself yeah. like yeah. can i walk to lloyd's bank now and say give me a job mm-hmm. no can <laughs> no. i walk to the mm-hmm. bbc now and say make me your next presenter no so while i am here packing the plates i'll do it very let me well make the most of it. Yeah. And, and not be frustrated so now i started doing it with more joy but the last time i did you know guys i'm telling you because <laughs> I, <laughs> no it comes yeah, it comes to a point of realization yeah. Yeah. Because like, Yo, <laughs> this is not me like whether i like it or not but let's talk about care because it feels like it's what a lot of people even yeah. have used to pay their school fees here in the uk mm. yeah. like we know people who say 
care. Uh, I was like, I used to be £5,000. I pay my school fees with care. I was just doing care. Mm. Right? For people who don't know what care is, I don't know if anybody wants to tell us, you know, what, what it is <laughs> to be in the care or support, you know, um, sector in the country. Okay, no. This is hypo for all these care people. NHS pills. Um, so basically, care is you know um, providing support, sometimes healthcare as well in terms of medication and then personal care, mm. all of that. Break down personal care. Some people don't know what personal care is. <laughs> <laughs> personal care has to do with you know if you know how you are going to take care of yourself, you know thinking about doing that to the same person, like oh, I'm brushing their teeth, um, helping them. I like how you made that sound at the beginning <laughs> I like how you made it sound like you were I know that's another thing this country does to you it helps you know how to package stuff yeah. Mm. Yeah. do you understand I think mm. it just makes you know that we are brushing it but we will yeah, not call it brushing it we are packing this exactly. we will not call it packing call it's smear mm. it's smear mm. it's called smear he smeared the room <laughs> <laughs> and stop giving them a wash you know giving them a wash that's what it's called yeah giving them a wash washing their hair you know just basic personal care you know, I think I've said enough mm-hmm. of what personal care is. And then, you, yeah, that's basically what care is. Health care, personal care, support, sometimes mental health care mm-hmm. is involved as well. Um, yeah, compassion is actually a very big, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, if you can't do care, don't bother. Don't bother. Don't. Yeah. If you feel like you cannot do it, yeah. just don't. If the very first um experience for you was not great mm. just don't continue because it will actually mess with your mental health yeah. more, like more than someone that feels compassionate enough to mm. do it yeah i i want you to share your story jola yeah. you you have several stories that we've talked about <laughs> both of you know yeah. and i want you to share your story um you told me about one of your clients that you sort of like got yeah. mentally attached to this is a very very interesting story wow. because i've been thinking about it i've worked with so many people and i've actually thought about it, like what if this person passes like how would i feel yeah now jola has a very very interesting story about one of our clients passing I'm going to hand over to okay. Jola. Um, so I wouldn't mention who the client oh, no, is, no, definitely not. Mm-hmm. So I became very, you know, I'm fond of this woman. Mm-hmm. She was a very lovely woman. She used to crack jokes. She used to make everyone laugh. Sometimes you don't even know what she's saying, but it's just funny. That's just the kind of person that she was. Anyone that came around her just literally just loved, you know, being around her, mm-hmm. um, around her. And then I spent quite a number of time with her going back and forth into her house, you know, helping her with personal care, food, all of that, medications and that and whatnot. Um, And then following some weeks ago, would I say a few weeks ago? Yeah. Mm. Um, So she all of a sudden there was doctors in her house. Um, and then coming in, they said her family had called doctors and said that something was wrong somewhere and somehow. And then mm. the doctors had concluded that she was end of life. End of life meaning that anytime, you know, she could leave mm. and all of that. And, you know, I didn't really take it as anything. I was like, do my daughter now. Mm. <laughs> you know, but she, like when he said end of life, like, you know, it didn't ring anything to yeah. me like that like it didn't ring anything to i didn't think it was like so soon when he said end of life and then like literally 
walking into a house i'd been in a house the whole day that's morning we usually had four calls that's morning tea i'm sorry morning lunch tea and bed mm. so i had been with her morning lunch and tea mm. and then coming back that's me and my colleague came back into a house and then bed call and then i couldn't recognize her literally i couldn't shoot this was someone that was talking to me the whole day mm. that was you know laughing and had made a joke she had held my colleague's hand so tightly and she didn't even want to let go mm. all of that and then coming back in a tea call i um, sorry in the bed call and then she was just there she just laid there and then the sight wasn't even i mean at first i didn't you know i'm not seeing all these things before, before. so like yeah. i was not like very used to aware of what was happening, what was happening. Mm. so the first thing that my colleague was like something is wrong i said ah I'm not seeing anything way wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mama, they okay. No be, no be she with CMB. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you get? And then mm. it's like, oh, something is wrong. Then she started checking for pulse. Che- As soon as she was checking, I said, is it that serious? Then she was like, oh, that she's just not feeling like something is wrong. And then the truth is, she was the, she was there, but she was making some sounds. Mm. So I just thought she was just, you know, sleeping or, mm. you know, because sometimes she can't sleep throughout when you're just in the car. Mm. So I just thought she was sleeping. But then I started realizing that she, I don't want to go into that very, like... Oh, please, I would really love that. Okay, to go into yeah. that. Yeah, so mm. she, she had, you know... She started like foaming up, not foaming up, foaming up, like, but you could, in her breathing, you could tell that there was, you know, something, you know, I started to hear there's something that was wrong mm. in it. Do you get? And then my colleague placed a call to the office and said, something is wrong. I don't know what is wrong, but something is wrong. And then the office was like, okay, um, you know, call the hospital. So we have um, the GP, we have the. Mm-hmm number to dial mm-hmm. and so she says call them so she calls them and then they're saying okay if she's still breathing there's nothing we can do it, like there's she's still breathing there's nothing that we cannot she say are you saying that she's passed on and then she's i'm not saying she's passed on but mm-hmm. then there is something that is wrong mm-hmm. and then they were like okay I c- we can't do anything until something happens do you get this you are just you are telling her, oh yeah basically just talking based on your own speculations mm. just doesn't mean something so she lifts up her eyes and then she just sees that the eye is not moving like her eyes are not like moving mm. like it's just <laughs> oh, when i heard this story <laughs> oh my god her eyes, isn't, her eyes weren't moving mm-hmm. and everything and then she calls the office back and then the office says you know what let Jola go home because I'm a junior carer and she's yeah. a senior carer okay. so she's there like oh let I should go and then in the process of carrying my bags and everything inside the lady just said oh like she was just wheezing and then my colleague had gone out to like take a call so it was just you and her so it was yeah. just me I was trying to leave carrying my bags everything and then I was just she was just like it was just it just started getting very very intense do you get the way she was breathing the way everything and then she just let out a very loud sigh and then there was silence and then i was calling my cousin something is happening what's happening something is happening and then she came in and then she's like just go just go just go like i couldn't even you know i didn't not until 
I had gotten home and I had placed a call and um, a text to my colleague and saying, I hope everything is fine. Because I didn't even want to think about what that, was that going was on. What just you get, to you. Yeah, like, like that was just when I got home and I was much like better and yeah. calmer. I just texted, please stay strong. Is anything, please can you tell me what the update is? And she just says, oh, she's passed on. Damn. And then that was literally... Like, I did it when I was like, so, are you saying that time she had, when I was, I said, like, so, that <laughs> it, time, was, it was all happening. That was death. That oh. was it. You know. <sighs> Guys, these are the things that we see. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone listening, these are the experiences that we, <clears throat> these are the things that we experience when we, you know, go into these kinds of fields. And this is a field that we haven't even I've never done care before. No, the no. only time that I had to do care was for my dad, right? He he passed from a stroke, right? So mm. during when he during the time of the stroke when he was alive, I had to like bathe for him and all of that, right? I had to do the washing. Mm. That's the only time, and it mm. wasn't a long time; it was like three, four days, really and mm. truly. And that's even one of the motivation. That's that's my that's a motivation for me when I'm taking care of other people here. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. if these people had the chance not to be in this position, they if wouldn't. they you know if they said oh. I don't want to be yeah, on yeah, the bed. Yeah, they yeah. would stick. No, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So definitely. I just put that compassion and then, you know, get the job done. So like, I, I've literally never experienced a person leave yeah. Mm. Yeah. the earth, mm. never to be seen again. Mm. But Jola here has. Mm. And it's so, it's so funny because this was is so. Like? You know, it was just, I was leaving. When I was leaving, I was like, did that just happen to me? Mm. I don't know what to feel. Till now, like till now, I felt I've well, I have felt like you no, know, it just makes me feel think about life in a very different, different way. way. Yeah, you see it differently in now. a very different way. Because mm, yeah. I was at, at, at first, I was scared, like I was like panicking. I was like, ooh, 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 mm. what's going on? Did But after a while, you know, I just felt like I needed the experience to just kind of understand what life is, mm. to kind of open my eyes to how I wanted to, you know, take life yeah. from this, from the, you know, from the experience, yeah. from the experience. It just was just Oof. an eye opener, honestly. Mm -hmm. And well, <laughs> I mean, well, here we are. You know, enough of the yes. Let's talk about some good stuff, okay? Yeah. So uh, another thing that I've noticed is a lot of people have had interviews. Mm. You have said that you've moved from, you know, a situation where you know before it was all unfortunately will not be yeah. moving on to a situation yeah. where people are saying, oh, let's let's have a conversation with mm. you. Yeah. Let's see what you're saying. What do you have to offer? And then you get to the point of, oh, what's your visa saying, mm. right? <laughs> you know. In that interview process, like, what is that like? What is an interview, typical interview process for, um, what is the typical interview process in the UK that like you've, you've experienced? Yeah. What's it like? Um, I haven't really had a one-on-one -on -one interview before. Mm. One, the, the first one I did was on feature, like, it was on the internet. Like, I had a, a program, I had to just go on the website, uh, they'll ask you questions. And after the first stage, say uh, you you move you have now been um taken to the next stage mm -hmm. of the interview you you have to finish the interview questions and all so i did it virtually and um i did i, I answered the questions it was it was online i did the questions and i was supposed to move to the next stage where they'll have a conversation with me again mm. if i'm happy to relocate or i didn't get it 
Nah, I just call it message sad. that. Sad. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I think I think another thing is they are very pro- this part of the world they are very progressive with it. They do interviews. Yeah. Very progressive. You know, there's sometimes that they tell you, oh, we just need you to answer a question and record yeah, yeah, a yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That was that was it for that me. That was what you did. That was it for me. So like those kinds yeah. of interviews are I think they are specific things that you have to do. Yeah. In those, there are specific things that you have to say or not necessarily. Yeah, honestly, it, de- it actually depends. It varies. It mm. varies. Most of them, once they just hear your accent, the, the, the most of the companies permit me to say, I'm not saying they are racist, but mm. once they feel like you're not communicating the way they want to hear you, mm. that's just like a no so for them. Accent sometimes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes mm. they want you to communicate in the way. If you're not communicating the way they want to hear you, like mm. you don't have the real British accent, mm. sometimes it's also a barrier. Mm. Honestly, because yeah. you're going to be working with people, and it depends on the nature of your job mm. or where you're going to be working with or the people you're. To be working with mm. if they feel like oh you're not you know you don't really fit in they might they might, they might say no mm. so what so what but not necessarily like that's the reason i'm just yeah, saying i agree like, i agree i agree i agree honestly that racism is a whole topic yeah that, that in fact i want to have a whole episode on to talk about but um we have established one of some of the barriers that you some of the challenges that you might face yeah. one of them is your passport the fact that you have yeah, yeah. only 20 hours, hours to work yeah. now as a student in the united kingdom an international student in the united kingdom you're only permitted to work, work only 20, 20 hours, hours. Yeah. right if you do more than 20 hours that's your business yeah <laughs> honestly that's that's, that's your luck right you <laughs> however you answer you answer yeah. right yeah. um you're only permitted to work 20 hours one of the another barrier another challenge that you might face is accent you know yeah. understanding what they're saying yeah another thing that you might face is your cv doesn't just match matches the, you, you DP. <laughs> sir, excuse me, sir. Your CV don't match our situation. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so those are. Yeah, those and are, I think yeah. I think also they want experience. You know, experience. Most of the time, I'm like, how do you want me to get the experience when you don't employ me? Do you know what like, I found out? So I'm trying to apply to Sony right now to Sony Music the Colibri, and then people were asking, yo, how do you people want us to get the experience? I I don't work with the record. I work the regular yeah. People were like, we don't work with record labels. We don't have the experience. Apparently, something called transferable skills. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So those skills that you've used during yeah. your care yeah right you know the admin work yeah that you do yeah. in care having yeah. to log in yeah. information to your yeah. about your your what's it called your clients Client. yeah. Yeah. and all of yeah. that right yeah. those things yeah. you put them in your yeah. cv like while i was doing care Wrong. these are some skills this, yeah. i, I yeah. logged in data i filled this form i was in charge of this journals and so those transferable skills are the yeah. experience yeah. experiences yeah, that they are looking for yeah. do you understand so like it's not it's not like they're looking for specific yeah, especially when it's yeah. like a junior and mid-level role yeah. i think it's True. for like all those high level like, roles that they say oh if yeah. you don't have specific experience that has to do with the job role then we're not going to give you but all these mid-level junior roles you definitely getting with transferable yeah, skills yeah right yeah. so i think we should have like a whole episode on cv discussion because that's <laughs> very very important like that's the reason yeah. why you left nigeria wherever you left yeah. at first but like moving forward like what advice would you give to like people that are coming here in terms of like the first set of jobs that you will do <laughs> because that's very important those first that first year some some people do that some people do this care and they do it like it just becomes what they do. Yeah, they yeah. live the dream, the dream of yeah, whatever, nah. whatever they wanted to do yeah. before, and just sit down because care is also very comfortable. Like yeah. you can, mm. you, as just a support it, worker, yeah, yeah, really and truly, you're just 
during the personal care, logging in information, sure, yeah. you know, and at the end of the day, you're getting paid. Sometimes you even get like living jobs. Yeah. You yeah. know, where you stay yeah, for like a whole week, yeah. two weeks, and then you get paid. So like, it gets comfortable for you, right? So in the first year, in the first few months of you working, what kind of, what, what would you tell people who are coming to the UK? Who do who wants to go first? So do you guys want to think about guys? We're playing a game after this. Sorry, I forgot to tell you. It's called approved or rejected. We are going to know who is staying in this country and who is okay. So what would you advise them? What would you advise who wants to go first? Let's start with Victor. Oh, sorry, you just have to rephrase the question again. Okay. So I can. <laughs> what would you advise people oh. who are coming to the UK? What would you tell them? You know, coming to the UK in terms of like jobs, yeah. in terms of you know waking up. Yeah. That moment where you wake up and you're like, eh. Be two million and I don't finish up. I think we go do. In those, in those, what what would you advise them to do? Yeah, for me, for me, oh, I can say, uh, just be open-minded. Do not really, don't get disappointed with what you see initially. You know, mm. you have, you've got a dream. I mean, like, using, I'm using myself as a case study now. You see. Uh, I know when I was doing introduction, I told you I'm the vice president, currently the vice president for Ooh, Let's talk about that. No, 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 we see, are going to talk about see, that. We are going to talk about is, that. The thing mm-hmm. is, why I started applying for tech job and I found out that, oh, I, for me to get a, a, a proper chance, I need to like finish my university first and, you know, get some experience, then I'll just move into tech fully so i had to like then this opportunity came for me to like um, be part of the student union and i discovered it was a paid role ah see that they pay almost two k almost two k ojola to be students to be student so council member I, I looked at you i looked at you i'm yeah. like what was, I, was, I <laughs> was i sleeping <laughs> i looked at it i'm like mm. What's the criterion? It's just democracy. It's, it's demo, demo, de- democracy. Mm-hmm. Like I just have to get people to vote, vote for me. I'm for like, ah, don't worry. I, I get live this. for this. I, get <laughs> I live for people I get to this, vote. Man, I had to call my friend. I voted for you, but yeah, I <laughs> know. Thank so you. <laughs> <laughs> so when it was campaign, I dropped out my manifesto. I I really wanted to go for EQT education because it has to do with me. It has to do with like was very fighting personal. for people. Yeah, yeah. When I came in, I was I had an issue with discrimination. And, Hold that thought. Yeah, let so. me let me also say something to people that listening right now in this part of the world they like when you put yourself into whatever you are doing do you understand so if you're listening right now start almost your story about (laughs) your life start putting it together (laughs) because it's those things they they like unique experiences real do you understand how it has shaped you real life experiences it's not like they like pity party or they want to give you a pity party. It's just they want to see how you can really apply yeah. yourself to what you're trying to vie for. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. understand? Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. that was it. I get people, they voted for me. And uh, I had a really strong competition because I haven't stayed here for up to a year. And people who were cont- my uh, opponent, they were already here for almost three years undergraduate. And, you know, I get people asking me, yeah, you're a master's student. You don't know. You, ah, master's student don't normally go for student union now. Mm. I'm like, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know what is going on. You don't know. <laughs> so I did it and God helping me, I won. I'm like, ah, yeah, I've got this. I've got this. It's a paying job and I get paid for doing other official works and fighting for people being the voice of the student. And mm. like, you know, I do it. But that's not that's not that's not stopping me from going for my dream job. Mm. Immediately I'm done with I'm not doing two ta- uh, two terms, I'm just one. When I'm done with this my uh, office in the student union, I'm going to proceed with my dream job definitely. and that's you see yeah. that's, that's a very a way for me that's a very heavy plus yeah because mm-hmm. if that gets into your cv that you're in the students union for ink um and let me put let me bust your bubbles we are the directors and the trustees of the company it's a charity company it's a multi-million company mm-hmm. bcusu is 
It's a different company from Birmingham City University. I hear that. So now, I even got my mail today that, congratulations, you are a director of BCUSU. Anybody you tell in the UK that you are a director of a company, a multi In the UK. So it's a big plus. That's why a trustee, yeah, you know? It's something... Of this, this is a responsibility. A round of applause, people. I mean, so, I mean, that's huge, that's, bro. That's a big one, honestly. No. Wow. To you. you know, when you tell people you're a director of a company, the multi-million, ah, then, you know, it's something, it's a plus for you. It's a major so plus. So you are trusted. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are okay. I want us to dive into that a little bit. Jola, don't forget the question. Now, this is giving you um, time for you to think yeah. about your advice. <laughs> but we're going to dive into, you know, how you got into this position, right? I'm going to ask, how did you see the opportunity? Because people would want, now you have said all these things, mm-hmm. Nigerians are going to hear these things. They say, eh? How do we do it? Well, how did you get to hear of the opportunity? Yeah, I got a mail. I got a mail on mine. But normally, the school normally sends me to everybody. Not everybody looks rich to me. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I got a mail, like, do you want to be a sabbatical officer? Check do you want to be part people. of like, you know, I read, I'm like, damn. Then one thing is like, what am I to gain? That's me. I first of all look at what am I to gain. Then I went to read and found out that it was a paid rule. It wasn't. It wasn't just a voluntary rule. It was a paid rule. I'm like, okay, let like, that money is the motivation, but I need to get the job Your done. Your student email, right? Yeah, my student email. Yeah. yeah. So I read it and I saw the. Um, the and I went to read about it. Also, I went on the website to read about everything. Research. About, yeah, I did research. So I knew everything that comes with the packet. Initially, I wasn't taking it serious. I was. I was. I, I was can see how back. you would not. I can see I was why and how. Because I had mm-hmm. many reasons. Like, damn, are you sure I want to go for this? Yeah. But in the long run, I just went for it. And how yeah. did you balance it with your education? Because I know how stressful a master's yeah, is here. Honestly. How did you have to balance being in the student union or vying for a position, literally campaigning? Because you yeah. told me that you went like yeah. around the university yeah. to get people to vote for you. Yeah, honestly, how did you balance that? It wasn't easy for me. I wouldn't lie to you. It wasn't easy. I had deadline. You know, I had to apply for EC, extenuating circumstance, for mm. one of my... Uh, assessment that I missed because of campaign because literally that week of campaign those two weeks I wasn't in class I did not go to class mm. I was busy going around the school telling people about you know it was so it was so frustrating that at some point I tried to talk to some people they'll tell you I'm not interested like I'm not interested you, you guys know? have even done a job ah yeah done it a was job like that I, me flyer. <laughs> I was sharing so flyer I was, I was talking to people like I I just had to know that oh this is for the period of time this is one week two weeks after I, I'm done mm. you know I just had to tell myself that I'll sacrifice my 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 time for uni at mm. that point in time just to get this because this is going to take me on a long run while on the road to getting my financial so first degree. let's say first of all check your emails guys yeah. that's the first thing secondly research research is so important like i have never seen the importance of research until i got to this uk <laughs> like you literally have to yeah. research yeah, and read finding. everything yeah. Yeah. yeah so if you did not used to read before in your life know that if you are coming here it's time for you to start reading yeah. the more so you need to research you need to um check your emails yeah. and then you also need to be able to sacrifice because yeah. you mentioned sacrifice so yeah. you need to be able to know that man for the next two weeks, I'm not going to do anything that has to do with school. All I'm doing now is just, you know, Guess sorting out yeah. this um, position. And then congratulations, here you yeah. are. Thank you so much. Getting bro. paid two thousand <laughs> pounds and being a board of being <laughs> a board of trustees. I'm going to say yeah. two thousand just to give a round yeah, figure, yeah, right? Yeah. If you put some even more, one thousand, no money. <laughs> even one thousand, even eight hundred, but <laughs> eight hundred is no money still. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's crazy how we are saying eight hundred pounds, no, no money. money. Wild. People back then in Nigeria, if you say eight hundred. 
Even buy till now, if you send them 800, that's, that's money. That's money. They'll buy land with banana. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so very interesting. Congratulations once again. Yeah, and um, I, I, I hope that this brings in some bigger stuff for you. Yeah. I, not, it's, not, it's not even hope. I'm sure it's going to yeah. bring in some major... Because, bro, that's the first thing you're going to put on your CV. Yeah. That's your Definitely. first work experience. And once any system... Sees that they cannot maneuver, they yeah, cannot yeah, yeah, ignore yeah. Even that. While you're on the job, you meet a lot of people, so many important people. Yeah, you probably get to network as yeah, well. Yeah, so many important people, Who have you, you met? know. <laughs> I've met the vast chancellor of, of uh, BCU. BCU, yeah. In person, yeah, we're in the city, in, in the did same. Yeah, of course, we did. You know, my king. Test, uh, we're hoping yeah. to meet Lenny Harry. Mm-hmm. Lenny Harry is a very big, you know. Oh, that's the yeah. chancellor. He's a oh. very pop. He's a public yeah, figure. Yeah, you know? yeah, he's a public you know, figure. He, he's like the face of the PCU. Mm-hmm. He's a very big person. You he know, is. movies and you know. Yeah, I know so we're hoping boy. to meet him as well. You know, so. Oh God. <laughs> but this is sorry, man. Enough of you. Of me. Yo, enough. No, no, we cannot have enough of you. That is exactly. very good stuff that you gave us. But yeah, big up. If you're listening to this, and it is not, it's not, it's not about your grades, isn't it? Yeah. Like, no, do, do you have no. to be on um, nah, first class, or you have nah. to be on the distinction <laughs> nah. to get into that nah. position? No, no. So yeah, if you're if you're somebody who is very passionate about leadership, right? Yeah. I think that's the first thing. Yeah, leadership. You, yeah, you're very passionate about leadership because I I think that's what would have motivated you into you know pushing because nice one congrats so jola what advice would you give to people that are coming here so your advice was be open-minded which is a fantastic advice yeah i remember somebody telling me that and i said "Mm, this radio is all i'm going to be pursuing Uh. (laughs) i thought the person was joking until you need you actually need a very open mind to be able to function in this kind of place and make the bag that you want to make. Jola, yes, please, it's your turn. What would you advise Yes, um, more like what Victor has said, mm-hmm. be open-minded and then um, I think that everyone should come with a mindset that nothing is too small or too yeah. big to do. Yeah. Don't come and say, oh, I can't do that work. There's dignity in labor <laughs> in this yeah, place. Honestly, yeah, don't yeah. I can't do that the work that they were giving my answer. Okay, you will stop. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be so hungry. You you guys have to think about the fact that you have to pay your bills every month. Mm. And we're not talking about small money. No. We're not talking about small money. You have to pay your bills every month. So you, you, like, you come with a mindset that I am coming to ensure that I can, like, forget the competition that they do in Nigeria. Mm Because there's a lot of that in Nigeria when you're trying to compete with, oh, what this person is getting Mm -hmm. or earning Mm -hmm. and what I am earning. But like, you know, it's survival of the fittest, Mm -hmm. Loki. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the first, you know, period that you come, don't look for how to go and be buying Balenciaga. (laughs) Look for, let me me, me tell you another thing, my people. I usually tell people, you cannot tell people not to spend their money. Well, And you cannot tell people don't buy don't news. buy don't, don't buy do that news. they will not they understand <laughs> but do you know i feel Until like it finishes. i feel like it's because in nigeria we're not taught how to handle money fair enough fair we enough not how to handle lots of people learn it on their own yes mm. and then this place is a very eye-opening way to understand how to manage mm. your money mm. do you mm. get there's no it's not every single time that you have to of course two type still shop I shop like yeah, you get. Yeah, you still yeah. shop now. But you have to be more, more you get intentional about, about it. it. You yeah. Just see you, like, yes, yeah. and just gonna pick it. But let me, let me let me let me be very honest with you guys. I want to be as vulnerable as possible. I've I've always been bad with money, but I'm learning it. Mm-hmm. I know that I am learning it because mm-hmm. I'm 
I can see that I'm saying no to stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, and I'm sitting there saying, why am I buying it really and truly? You enter one place and say bottle of water. Let me tell you what happened. Yesterday was so hot. Guys, it was... Oh. Okay, so we're in the hottest season in the UK in case you're listening to this whatever you're listening. It's summer and then, you know, we had two very hot days. Weather getting up to like 38 degrees Celsius, 39 degrees Celsius, right? So I was walking in that sun. Look at me, I'm even darker, right? And then I needed to drink water because I was dehydrating my people. Guess what? I got to the vending machine. The water was one pound seventy-five. Bottle water. <laughs> Bottle water. I said I can't do this. Went to the next vending machine, one pound twenty. I said, no, I'm not gonna do that. Guess what I did? I went to the next building and I went to go and get free water from the dispenser. <laughs> Bro, there's free water. Why not? You know, I went to get a cup of water and I drank it from oh, the yeah. building yeah, to the bus stop. <laughs> Nobody's going to disturb you. <laughs> so yeah, money control is a very important skill, skill that if you my, yes, you know if you develop mm-hmm, if you can yeah, if you can develop that before you come here, fine. If you already have it good. Superb, you are you. going to do fine. You know what I'm saying? So, like, guys, man, it's it's been thank you so much, you guys, for stopping by. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. So really powerful stories, Jola. Really powerful story. You, a powerful story is powerful. Everybody yeah, has yeah. really powerful stories that I believe would help people that are listening. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Jackpot 101. I believe one very important lesson to take home is to keep an open mind when you're planning to relocate, when you're planning to go to another country, when you even come to these countries. Um, next week I'll be diving or we'll be diving into another topic a very important one and a very common one is accommodation alright I'll be talking to some students here as well I'll be going over some steps that you need to take in order to get a decent accommodation uh, when you come here remember I am here for your safe landing but still do your research okay because I'm not a professional so do your research you get me <laughs> so I'm here for your safe landing uh, don't forget to send me questions as well I'm very open to answering questions on Instagram at Larry Shonubi that's my handle and don't forget to share this podcast with somebody who is planning to jackpot see you next week I am Larry Shonubi Please reach out to me at um, shonubil at gmail.com. This podcast is a Larry Shonubi production. Music originally produced by Yimika.